Bravo team, our second G.I. Joe show looking at all the secondary G.I. Joe material. I am your host, Aaron Moss, codenamed Brotherhead. On this show, I'll either be by myself or have other guest hosts joining me looking at all the G.I. Joe material out there. We'll be covering things like the toys, the Action Force comic, the European Missions comic, the movies, G.I. Joe Renegades, or anything else that is not G.I. Joe, a real American hero comic, or the 80s cartoon. Come, join us on our mission to stop Cobra from taking over the world. Yo, Joe. Attention, Joes. Welcome back to Bravo Team. This is episode six, and I am your host, Aaron Moss, codenamed Brotherhead. Once again, I'm in the G.I. Joe recording studios by myself, as I continue to look at the G.I. Joe field manual that I started last week. Still in volume one, got a ways to go. Uh, if you didn't catch last, last week, last episodes, episode five, go back and check it out. I looked at the G.I. Joes from the first Real American Heroes TV series. This month, we're going to continue on, and we're going to... I know I told you guys that to write and let me know what you thought about it. Did you enjoy the episode? you want to hear more of it? Uh, pull back the curtain a little bit. Weird curtain. Anyways, pull back the curtain a little bit. I'm actually recording this the same night that I recorded the previous episode. I had some time by myself. Uh, the kids are in bed. Uh, the wife's laid down with my son, so I've got some quality time by myself. So I figured I'd get a second episode done while I've got some time. So I'm going to continue on. I'm moving on to Chapter 2. Uh, for those that missed last episode, go back and listen. No, this is a G.I. Joe Field Manual. I picked it up from in-stock trades for about 14 bucks. Normally it's 19 dollars Actually, I think I paid less than that. Uh, it's $19.99 normally. And what this is, is it's a book that looks at the G.I. Joe cartoon series. Uh, it's the, uh, I don't want to say storyboards, but it's the, uh, the animation models. There's two volumes in the books that looks at the entire series. The first book, the volume one, which I currently own, looks at the Real American Hero, which is the original cartoon miniseries, The Revenge of Cobra, and then season one. The second book, I'm assuming, looks at Season 2 and G.I. Joe the movie, I would assume. I haven't got it yet. I'm going to plan on ordering it at some point in the nearest future. But right now, I've just got the Volume 1. So we're going to continue looking at that. Like I said, it's broken into uh, go back into it, seven chapters. I've looked at the first chapter. So today, we're going to continue on looking at Chapter 2, a Rural American Hero miniseries, Cobra. So this is on page 45. If you actually happen to have the field manual, you can follow along at home. If not, I'll try. Again, I'm, I'm kind of following in the footsteps of the uh, Who's Who podcast from the Fire and Water Network. Also, real quick, let's take a step back. You can order this book off of in-stock trades. I think, like I said, right now it's currently, I think it's $13.99. Uh, go ahead and order it from in-stock trades. If you do order from in-stock trades, I don't have an affiliate program with them. But if you'd be so kind, send them an email and let them know you heard about them uh, via the Fire and Water Network. That's where I heard about them from, and that's why, I, again, I love that show. That's that network. They're one of the ones where I started podcasting. So let them know that the Fire and Water Network sent you, and I'm sure they would appreciate that. 
Now let's go ahead and look on. So the first, like I said, the first chapter we looked at last episode looked at the G.I. Joe team from the Real American Hero miniseries. Uh, this issue, or this chapter, looks at the Cobra team from that same miniseries. The first page of this, page 45, uh, again, the pages are laid out with grid paper, and the character designs are on each page. There's either a couple of characters or vehicles on one page, or there may be spread out over a couple of pages. I'll let you know as it comes along. Uh, the first page here, again, it's page 45. It's got a picture of the giant Cobra mech, the Mark I, from day five of A Real American Hero. This is the giant uh, Cobra battle robot, or whatever, it looks like a giant snake person. Uh, down the bottom corner, it's got the G.I. Joe Real American logo. It says MP number 40005-40009. Date 5-1383 is scratched or lined out. Revised is 5-1883. And uh, again, it's a very nice uh, image here. Above there, so the images, like I say, it's got the giant cobra creature. Uh, it's called the giant cobra mech, Mark One. It's firing its thrusters. It's floating in the air, it looks like, sort of, because it's got the thrusters flying. We're looking at a side view. Right next to it, we see a person next to it, which is about up to its leg. And then next to that, we see a, a front-on version of it. It says flashing lights. I'm referring to, looks like it's referring to its eyes. Uh, moving on to the actual characters involved. The first one is Cobra Commander. He's the Cobra leader. File name is classified. Primary specialty, intelligence. Secondary specialty, ordnance. Experimental weaponry. Birthplace is classified. Grade is Commander-in-Chief, and his MIC, I'm not sure what that is, is 0788-CC. It's quote, so again, each of these, uh, break it down a little bit more for you real quick. Each of these character profiles or whatever, it's got pictures of the character, it's got their, uh, basically their stats for their file card, and then it's got the quote that was on their file card. So this quote says, Cobra Commander is hatred and evil personified. Corrupt, a man without scruples, probably the most dangerous man alive. And then we get three images of Cobra Commander, one from the front, he's kind of like waving at somebody, and then a back view, and then a side view of Cobra Commander. Uh, this is Cobra Commander with the battle helmet on, and he's got his regular Cobra uniform, the big Cobra logo on the front. Again, as I've said last issue or episode, these are all black and white drawings, they're on grid paper. Uh, this one looking real quick. This isn't quite as long as the last issue, so we'll see how far we get with it and what we're going to do next time. I'll probably look at this one this time, but anyways, move on. Um, so Cobra Commander, three images of Cobra Commander. Again, I maybe he didn't wear the mask in the first series. I thought he did. Again, I prefer the, the mask Cobra Commander a little better myself, just my own personal preference. But uh, again, I like Cobra Commander. Again, a very whiny, very, uh, I don't know, he's just a very whiny character. He's Cobra Commander, what do you want to, and just flip it through here real quick. Yeah, the mask one is in the uh, the next set, so we won't get that this episode. Uh, the, so he's on one page by himself. Next page is Baroness, Intelligence Officer. Oh, and next to their name, it's got the Cobra Insignia, where the Joes had the, uh, 
the Joe logo from the G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra the movie, which again, I am not too fond of. I wish they would have had the G.I. Joe actual logo from the comic or from the TV show, but it is what it is. Uh, so this is Baroness Intelligence Officer. File name is Decobre Anastasia. Primary specialty, intelligence. Secondary specialty, fixed-wing pilot. Birthplace classified, MIC-0501-AD. And I got curious. I looked up real quick what MIC meant. And the best I can tell, it looks like it's Military Intelligence Corps. Or Military Industrial Complex. The Military Industrial Complex is from Wikipedia. It's an informal alliance between nations of military and the defense industry that supplies it. Seen together as a vested interest which influences public policy. Huh. If I think about it, maybe I'll have to ask uh, our military specialist, Jared, about that next time I talk to him. Anyway, so this is the Baroness. Her quote says, The ideas of Cobra are the true reflection of the self-serving masses that compromise the me generation. Again, that was in quotes. What fairy tale fantasy about valor, loyalty, integrity is the G.I. Joe team upholding? Question mark. And here we get three poses of the Baroness, full poses. Uh, one from the front side, a side view, and a back side. Again, a very nice back side. As again, as I said last episode, as my uh, podcasting friend, the Airedale Shag would say, she is hot. Above that, we get three headshots of her. One, she's kind of got her head tilted. One straight on. And another one just a little bit from the side. And then we get a bust shot of the Baroness. Again, the Baroness is a very beautiful woman. Unfortunately, she's evil, so that kind of ruins things. But she is hot. Uh, Moving on to the next page. Again, this is page 48 of the manual. We get two pages of Destro. Destro, the weapon supplier, file name James McCullen, primary specialty, weapons manufacturer, secondary specialty, intelligence, birthplace, calendar, Scotland, MIC is 001-JM. And here near the bottom of the page, we get an image of Destro uh, from almost from the front on, one hand raised with a finger pointing, the other raised with a fist. Next up, we get a side view. Next up, we get a picture of Destro running. We get two dead sh- two dead shots, two uh, wrong podcast. That's the Task Force X podcast. <laughs> two headshots of Dester, one from the front, one from the side. His quote says, "I see no shame in my profession. For most of history, the right to bear a ar- bear a weapon was only distinction between a free man and a slave." On the second page at the top, we have some images of Dester, one from the back, one from the side where he's pointing, and another one where he's running away, looking back. We get one of Destro in his winter gear, which is his trench coat with the Cobra logo on it. We get a shot of just his head, his armored mask. We get a portrait of one of Destro's early ancestors, and it says Destro's early ancestors. And then we get one of a man in chains with a mask, a big clunky mask over his face, uh, which we'll get to later on in the comic book, I believe. Or maybe that's from the... It's actually probably from the cartoon somewhere. Because that's what this is all is. So I'll remember that. Anyways, we'll get to it. Uh, next page, page 50, is Cobra Officer Infantry Forces, Primary Specialty Infantry, Secondary Specialty Artillery Intelligence, MIC is 9794-TE. Quote, Cobra Officers are dedicated to destroying G.I. Joe and the American way of life. Beware, they are extremely dangerous enemies. 
And we get a French shot of a Cobra soldier, his hands at his hips, standing at attention almost, except for his hands on his hips. A back view of the same shot. A, a bust view of the shoulders and head of the Cobra head from the side view. And one in winter gear, and it actually says winter gear on it, with a gun in his hand. Again, the Cobra officer, it's an interesting character. Not interesting, but again, it's, it's just a, a placeholder character. Your army builders, if you will. Uh, back up real quick. I love Cobra Commander. Uh, Baroness is hot. Destro was a very interesting character. Again, he, he looks white, but his voice sounds like a black man. Couldn't find out it is a black man that's voicing him, so it's very interesting. Moving on is the Cobra Trooper, the infantry forces. Primary specialty infantry. Secondary specialty sabotage. The MIC is 9694-TE. And this says, Cobra Troopers swear absolute loyalty to their fanatical leader, Cobra Commander. Their goal, to conquer the world for their own evil purposes. Top left corner, we get a Cobra Trooper standing at attention. Again, it doesn't look much different than the Cobra Officer, except for the Cobra Officer has a, the insignia on his helmet, where this Trooper doesn't. We get a backside, we get a side view of the Cobra Trooper. And down below that, we get a another Cobra Trooper from the side. We get one of the female Troopers, her hands at her side, one on her hip, and a couple more Cobra Troopers on here. Uh, again, the Cobra Troopers are basically your army builders. Uh, these are the general grunts of the Cobra forces. Next page, this is uh, one of our fellow Joes, Kevin Reitzel, his favorite character, or one of his favorite characters, Major Blood. He's a mercenary. File name is Blood slash Sebastian. Primary specialty, mercenary. Secondary specialty, weapons and tactics. Birthplace, Sydney, Australia. Grade 04, I guess 0-4. MIC is 2031-SB. His quote says, The G.I. Joe team ain't so tough. If I dropped them in the outback with just a canteen between them, they'd be begging me to rescue them inside of two days. We get a front side view of Major Blood. A back view, another kind of side front view of just uh, Major Blood holding his gun, look like he's running, and then two shots of his head, one straight on, one a profile. Without his helmet, he's got an eye patch. Uh, again, Major Blood's an interesting character. Uh, his arms always kind of confuse me. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be a robotic arm or a real arm. Uh, looks like a real arm with a metal plate over it, just looks interesting, it looks odd. Uh, moving on from there, we have the Diamondback, which is an air-to-air -air fighter. Uh, this weight is 30.5 tons. Speed is Mach 2.1. Range, 480 miles combat radius. Weaponry is one 20mm 5-barreled Gatling cannon with 500 rounds. 8,500 pounds on six external hardpoints. Variable configured weapon loads. And here we get a side view, a looking down view at the jet, and a front view. And then we see a image, two images of the Cobra pilots, one standing straight up, about ready to shoot us, and one kind of crouched again, about ready to shoot us. Uh, these are just generic Cobra pilots. They didn't have any figures for these. These were for the cartoon. And they didn't have this Cobra Jets, the Diamondback, from, unless I'm mistaken, as an actual toy. Because again, this was from the first miniseries. Moving on, we have the Fang, the fully armored Negator Gyrocopter. Weight 890 pounds, speed 175 miles per hour, range 320 miles with 100% load. Weaponry is four short-range air-to-air missiles, one 20-millimeter grenade launcher, 100 rounds. 
And we get four different shots of the uh, the fang. We get a side view. Right above that, we get a front side view, an overhead view, and then a front view of it. Again, the fang. I enjoy the fang in the cartoon. Uh, I don't remember the fang a lot in the comic. Uh, I did have the fang toy. I enjoyed that toy. It was interesting. Not my favorites. We're going to get to my favorite, I believe, here in a little bit. I'm just kind of skipping ahead a little bit to look. And no, we do not get to my favorite in this 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 section. Huh. I thought the trouble bubble showed up. Maybe not. Must be the next one or somewhere. And we'll get to that. But yes, I enjoyed the thing. It was an interesting copter. There was a little gun on the front that you could move as far as the toy. Had the missiles. Um, it was a good toy. And again, I remember showing up in the TV show. So that's the thing. The next one is the Hiss. The high-speed Sentry. Weight is 9.75 tons. Speed is 70 miles per hour on road. 60 miles per hour cross country. Range is 275 miles. Weaponry is the twin Diablo 30 millimeter area file automatic guns, 2,000 rounds each. Here we have four different shots of the Hiss. One from the back side, front side, a side view, and then the other front side. It's got the gun on it. This picture shows there's room for two figures in the cockpit. The toy only had one, and then you get one figure at least standing back in the turrets. And again, to me, the, the cockpit is where it seems like you would drive from. But I know in the show, I think it was sometimes, or maybe it was the comic, they would show them driving it just from the cockpits, or from the turrets. I don't, I don't know. Plus, on the, the, uh, if I remember right, on the toy, I have to go look, I've got one of these out in Manland. I think there was pegs on the back so you could fit figures also in the back of it so they could stand on it because there's room there on the back. But uh, I do have this figure. I picked it up off eBay. I've got the uh, the driver for it, the, the red Cobra Troopers, and the Hiss tank. Again, I got it at Manland. I bought it's an original one. It's got the I'm trying to think now. I think it's got it's got the figure and I think it had the figure's file card. Uh, again, I enjoyed the Hiss tank because that's why I rebought it. Uh, moving on from there, there's the Vilevol, V-I-L-E-V-O-L-E, which is an armored drilling machine. Uh, this is weight is 1,300 tons, speed is 17 miles per hour per land, 4 miles per hour burrowing, range is 100 miles of burrowing, weaponry is two RBG launchers, 593 millimeter heat rounds, 1,205 millimeter thermo barrack rounds each, and two 7.62 millimeter machine guns with 100 rounds each. And this has three pictures. Again, this is a full page. Uh, both of these last few... Each of these vehicles, I think I've talked about, the last few ones have been full pages. So we have one side view of the, uh, the Vival drilling through the ground. We have an upper view of it, and then a front view of it. Just a picture of the, 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 the uh, driller. Uh, next to that, the next page, we have the mass device, the molecular transference device, dependencies, three catalysts, radioactive crystals, heavy water, and metallic meteor flakes. Capabilities, the mass device in conjunction with the relay star satellite and helmet beacons can trans teleport over 10,000 yeah, 10, tons of matter to or from anywhere on the planet. And again, this was the, the MacGuffin in the first miniseries. This is what they used. The G.I. Joe team came up with one. This was created by the... Uh, I'm scrolling back to the previous section. Uh, Dr. Vanamir. 
Uh, so we have one big shot of the mass device itself. We see the catalyst container with the Cobra signal on the lid. Closed end, it looks like. We have the homing device, which I got about the size of a quarter with the Cobra logo on the front of it. And then we get a picture of the Relay Star, which is a satellite that the uh, Cobra stole in the first episode of the cartoon. Again, the mass device, they came out with a toy this later on eventually. I never got the toy. I didn't know about it until later on. Would have loved to have the, the toy of the mass device. Again, G.I. Joe, the, the original American Real American Hero miniseries, is what got me into G.I. Joe, which eventually got me into comics. So I just love it. Can't say more than that about it. Now, moving on to the next page, page 58 is the snake the system neutralized armored cloaking equipment weight 70 pounds speed 12 miles per hour range 17 hours of continuous operation weaponry is two modular arms flamethrower arm five minutes of fuel at a range of 450 feet a 5.56 millimeter machine gun arm 300 rounds of ammunition a rocket arm with one anti-personnel scramjet rocket and then we get Five images of the the uh, snake. We get three of them of the snake itself, a side view, a back view, and a front view. And then we get two images of the rocky camouflage as it showed up in the cartoon. One from the back view and one from the side view showing the rocky camouflage on the armor. This was a toy uh, without the rocky camouflage. <laughs> you had to make it yourself. But they did have the snake as a toy. I know Larry used it in the comics. In the comic, when it showed up, it was like issue 12 or so, and they were use, able to use it, or maybe a little bit later than that, they were able to use it to uh, control Snake Eyes and Quinn. Uh, these, these uh, in the cartoon, they were in the caves when the Joes went to get the crystals, the radioactive crystals, and uh, the Joes, Snake Eye, part of that team had to fight them. Again, full page. Next page is the trawler, the Helicarrier Hair Fortress, which is very reminiscent of the uh, Helicarrier from Marvel from the uh, Shield. Though again, since this is kind of a, we've talked about this before, from Shield makes sense. The Helicarrier Air Fortress weight approximately hundred thousand tons, speed is seventy five miles per hour, range effectively unlimited. Weaponry, four 50-caliber anti-ship cannons, 12 double-barreled 38-caliber anti-surface anti-aircraft guns, and X anti-ship missiles, 32 medium-range anti-aircraft missiles. And so the top, we show the, the trawler, and below that, we have two images of the short-range VTOL skirmisher vertical takeoff and landing jet that they would use to fly on this. Uh, again, kind of reminiscent, as I said, is the Helicarriers from uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. from Marvel. But, uh, yeah, they never made a toy of this one. It's just in the show. Moving on to page 60, we have guest stars for Cobra Minions. There's the Head Bearer. I believe these were the guys that lead, led Destro to the uh, Cobra Fortress in the, the mountains. Next has Major Hooper, which was the Baroness in Disguise. We get a front view of her. Oh, sorry, the Head Bearer. We have a front view with his backpack on, then we get a headshot of the side of him. Major Hooper, again, we get her standing at attention, a full front view, 
and then a side profile of her head. Below that, we have the hooded guard, which are the guards for Cobra. That is half pants with the, the buckles with the little spikes on them and a hood, no shirt on. We have a front and a side view of the hooded guard. And finally, there's the worms of death. Uh, these were the worms that were in like episode two or three, I think it was three, where they had to go down and get the heavy water, uh, the long uh, rock tubes and the worms that came out of them. They get interesting characters. Again, that's page 60. And that is the Cobra Forces from The Real American Hero. Um, I could go into Chapter 3, which is the Avenger of Cobra miniseries, the Joe Team. But I think I'm going to put a hold on that one. Uh, I'll do that next time. Because, uh, again, that goes from page 61 up through page... Just looking here... Page 98. So that's quite a, that's quite a length of time. And again, that was the second mini-series, so we'll look at that next. In fact, maybe I'll do the entire second mini-series next time. I don't know. It's quite a bit, though. Chapter 5, yeah, that goes up from 61 to 131. Hmm. We'll see. Anyway, so this is going to be a shorter episode. Again, only half an hour. Last time, it's just over an hour. Uh, again, this is Cobra. There wasn't as much of them as there was the Joes. Again... I'm done. Let me know what you guys think. As usual, you can send me an email to gijoe at headspeaks.com. You can leave me comments on the Facebook page, which is gi uh, sorry facebook.com slash gijoe Royal American Headcast. You can go to the website at gijoe.headspeaks.com. Leave me messages there. Leave me a review on Apple Podcast or Stitcher. Uh, leave me a rating. I would love to hear from you guys. Let me see here real quick. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. Did you guys enjoy hearing more about the field manual? I'm asking you that, but I may record a third episode tonight if I have time. Uh, we'll see. But let me know what you guys think. I enjoy hearing from you guys. Uh, like I said last time, I do have a Patreon page set up. Patreon.com slash headcastnetwork. Let me know what you think. Also, let me know what you'd like to hear on this show. As I said last time, Bravo Team is just an auxiliary, auxiliary show. Auxiliary? Anyways, it's an extra show looking at everything that's not related to the main miniseries or the main G.I. Joe cartoon or comic book. Even though this is kind of related to the cartoon, but it's an auxiliary show anyway. So... Let me know what you guys would like to hear. I'm, I'm planning on doing either commentary tracks or reviews of Rise of Cobra ugh, or in Retaliation uh, and some of the other cartoons, the other comics, uh, some more toy reviews, more looking at more of the, uh, the toys that came out. But let me know what you guys think. I want to hear from you guys. Send me some messages. You can, again, you can email me, as I said, gijoe at headspeaks.com. Let me know what you guys think. Did you enjoy this? Did you not like it? Do me stop with this? Um, let me know. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And as usual, you can catch more of me on the Headcast Network. All my shows are on there, plus the individual feeds. First week of the month, we have Head Speaks, where uh, by the time you hear this, I should be finishing up or pretty close to my Armageddon 2001 crossover. And I will be starting probably the Power of the Atom series next. 
Uh, the second week of the month, we have our main show, G.I. Joe, a Royal American Headcast, where I look at the, the comic book written by Larry Hama and the cartoon from the same time period. The third week, we have Task Force X, where I look at the John Ostinger Suicide Squad and the Paul Kupperberg Checkmate series, both from the late 80s, early 90s. And finally, I end it with both this show, Bravo Team, and the Starman Manhunter Venture Hour. I mainly, uh, at this point, looking at the Starman book because I finished with Manhunter. Let me know what you guys think. But I guess that's going to do it for this episode. Until next time, Joe's you're dismissed. And remember, knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe. listen to Bravo Team, a supplementary G.I. Joe, a real American headcast show. Be sure to check out our main show, the second Tuesday of the month, G.I. Joe, a real American headcast, where I talk about the G.I. Joe, a real American hero comic book series read by Larry Hama and the G.I. Joe cartoon from the 80s. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our Facebook page. Just search for G.I. Joe, a real American headcast, under both Facebook and over on Twitter. Uh, we're also over on Google+. Be sure to rate us and to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And be sure to write in and let us know how we're doing. We love hearing from fans. You can write to us at bravoteam at headspeaks.com. You can also send an MP3 file in and we'll play that on the air. You can send that to bravoteam at headspeaks.com. And be sure to check out my other great shows on the Headcast Network, Headspeaks, Task Force X, and the Starman Manhunter Adventure Hour. Plus, possibly more in the future. Also, be sure to check out the podcasts of my co-hosts. They have some great shows. And if you want to appear on this show, definitely let me know. I'm always up to speaking to new people. You can send me a Facebook message or you can send us an email to bravoteam at headspeaks.com. Be sure to check out our website. The main site is at headspeaks.com. But you can check out the website for this show at gijoe.headspeaks.com. Be sure to join us here monthly for another great podcast. Until next time, Joe's dismissed.